This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hour number two of the program right here in the fan studios in Green Tree, Pennsylvania. Bob Pompiani with you along with... The man now in charge, Joel Nelson. Hello, Joel. How are you? You're taking over for Nathan, who has just left the building. Doing good today, Bob. Good, uh, good old Saturday afternoon here. A little <laughs> snow's gone, thankfully, but yeah, it looks pretty, but it's gone, and it wasn't that heavy to begin with. So hopefully, everybody had no problems last night. It was slick last night when it first happened, but uh, if you were at home, uh, you know, at a reasonable hour, then you had no problems. Or if you waited real late, then it was probably cleared up. Anyway, we'll have weather coming up later. I want to tell you our show is brought to you by PNC Bank. Make today the day. Ireland Contracting, home of the nightly sports call. Number one, Cochrane. Go to the auto show and see all the amazing things they got going on. Shop 24-7 with Expressway at Cochrane.com. 19 different dealerships there. Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. They got your back, not your wallet, and Iron Rock Tap House in Greensburg. Come see what everyone's talking about at Iron Rock Tap House. In the meantime, I'm going to throw out some names that are still unsigned. And we see this now more and more in Major League Baseball. You know, the Pirates have kind of nitpicked their way through here, signing a bunch of guys to, to you know, decent deals, but nothing great. And they're 30-some-year-old pitchers, and you're hoping, you know, for lightning to, to strike here, whatever the case may be. But there's some bona fide names available unsigned at this point, and spring training has begun. Cody Bellinger of the Cubs. Uh, <clears throat> I always like Cody Bellinger. I think he had a really good season last year playing some first base. The Pirates continue to just kind of you know platoon there. They're hoping that Rowdy Tellez can give you some long ball. But Cody Bellinger's a better option if you want to pay him. Uh, we'll see what that number is, but I would imagine the number keeps coming down. And a name that I keep wanting to throw out, there, there's Jordan Montgomery, who's had some injury problems, but he's a starting pitcher. And a very good one. But Blake Snell, a two-time Cy Young Award winner. Nobody seems to be willing to give him what he wants. Uh, why can't the Pirates? Uh, again, they have the wherewithal to do it. And if you throw him in a rotation with some of these young guys coming up, all of a sudden I think that's a legit rotation, especially if Skeens uh, is up here eventually and turns into what you expect him to be. So I don't understand why that's not even on the table. They can afford it. Um, it's it's your choice. If you want to play that, that game, play it. If not, don't, and then continue to nitpick with a bunch of guys who, you know, may or may not be good. We don't know. So, But the, the key for them is that the guys in their system better come up and, and contribute and do it quickly. You know, they need that. 412-928-9370. Let's go to Neil and Butler who joins us right now. Hello, Neil. How are you? I'm doing well, Bob. Um, before I get to my point, I'd love to piggyback off what you just said. Uh yeah, Cody Bellinger, I mean, that would be a phenomenal. And Jordan Montgomery pitched well with the, the Texas in the playoffs last year. Yes, he did. I mean, one of those two would just be, uh, I mean, I, I can't even – an upgrade is an understatement. And here's, um, the th- and here's the thing, Neil. If, by chance, they don't get the longer-term deals that they want, someone's going to get them on a one-year deal. And if it's a one-year deal, I don't care what the price tag is. Bring them in. 
And you will, if that, yeah, you're right. And if, if he re-signs elsewhere, then you get that comp pick possibly if he has a good year. Then he goes and he gets a long-term deal. You get a compensatory pick anyway if you don't trade him at the deadline because I don't go, go, don't want to get to my main point while I call. Um, I, I don't know about you, but the way this team is sitting today, I don't know how anybody uh, can be that optimistic that they're going to be that much more higher of a win total than they were last year. Um, you know, and, and, and to, to expand on that, the draft – the drafting of Ben Charrington, aside from the, the high school kids that he's taken a little bit later in some of the drafts, um, you know, the, 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 how many catchers are in the Hall of Fame? Um, how many uh, five foot seven, 180 pound second basemen are in the Hall of Fame? Um, I'm talking about you know, Gonzalez and, 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 and of course, right. uh, you know, well, it's sounding more and more the, like Triolo may be the man to play there on a regular basis, which I did not. And see that's coming. the sad. That's the sad part. You drafted a guy in your first draft, you know, uh, as the second baseman, and, and, and it's he's not. It's from what I'm seeing is is not a major league player. You know, talking about trading him for Cabrera, and now that leads me to another thing that scares me. I'm not saying Ben Sherrington's on the hot seat. But if they have a bad year this year, um, you know, it, I, it reminds me back when Neil Huntington started to get a little bit nervous and um, he made the trade, like maybe he felt like he had to do something to keep, uh, you know, his job and he traded, you know, three of the top prospects. And I'm just scared that they, like, I'd love to have Edward Cabrera in this rotation, but it's got to be obviously like all trades got to be for the right price. You can't be trading Anthony Sol with any, like two of your, you know, uh, top, we'll say five to ten picks, which would be Solomato, Bubba Chandler's, you know, Johnson, those type of players. Lamar Johnson's one of them too. Lamar Johnson, but, right? I mean, those kind of guys. Like, I, I, I wouldn't want to get. I, you know, it's just I get he's signed, he's got control, but um, I don't want him to go make a knee jerk reaction in the trade for a guy. And well, you got to wonder why. I know Florida is a little deeper in starting pitching, but they have lost on Contrera, Al Contrera this year. Um, you know, for them to get rid of Cabrera, are they throwing it or they know something we don't? Um, All right, Neil, I got to go. I have a lot of people. I understand what you're saying. I, I just, you know, they could solve something just by spending a little bit of money. Uh, and, and I'm sorry, but there's no excuse for it. Tom in Oakmont. Tom, you're up. Welcome to the program. What's up? Yeah, hey, Bob. Uh, uh, thanks. I, I consider your show the highlight of the uh, Fans Week uh as a real well, that's hard, high praise. I appreciate it. Thank you. Hardcore fan. Yeah, I tell my friends uh, they, they can't believe I, I speak with you uh, on this show, and I tell them you're you're approachable. You're a Pittsburgher. Uh, so, uh, uh, other than that, my my main point is like on Henry Davis. Like uh, there are philosophers and theologians that say, "Give me a boy uh, when he's uh, up to six years old, and uh, I'll form that man at six. And I feel the same about catchers. It's Give me a uh, give me a baseball player at about age twelve or fourteen, and I'll tell you if he's a catcher or not. I can't believe that this guy's twenty four and they can't figure out if he's a catcher or not. That's that's incomprehensible to me. Yeah, I mean, I thought the same. And when I hear that there's thoughts of him going down into AAA, I'm thinking to myself, this is three years removed from him being the number one overall pick, and the expectations do change for people who are number one overall picks. You you expect them to be here and contributing sooner rather than later. Mm -hmm. it, and they had to know all the numbers of hours they put into drafting all these players and scouting these players. They had to think at the time that he wasn't 
a good catcher and still draft him if they're One not believing think. it now. Or they totally mm-hmm. botched their assessment of they him. They botched it, and, yes. and, and that's the thing that's bothersome here. I love yes. the bat, too, but you can get bats at a lot of different places. You don't have to spend the number one overall mm-hmm. pick when you rarely get them, although in their case they got two and three years. Uh, you know, you, you better make sure that he's a guy who can fill yeah. a position. And because he was a catcher, I was excited about that. I'm still not going to give up mm-hmm. on it, but yeah, he, needs, the ball he just, needs to yeah. be that guy moving forward. It gives yeah. you – if you put him behind the plate with Hayes, Cruz, um, Reynolds, yeah. Sawinski, anyone else you want to – you got a pretty decent offensive lineup to start with. You can add yeah. some pieces he here can, and there. If he can catch. Yeah, but – Again, I can't believe we're yeah. still talking about that at I this can't, point. I understand he can't play the outfield very well either. That bo- That's really bothersome. Well, we'll see. They have a designated hitter role. If he hits 35 home runs, I would forget all of this. I'll take it. Yeah. We'll, yeah. Well, thanks again, Bob. All right, Tom. Appreciate your call. Mm-hmm. Henry Davis is a big topic here today. Ray in Whitehall wants to chime in. What's up, Ray? Yeah, How are you? Um, hey, what's up? Um, it seems to me like we always criticize Nutting for not spending money, and clearly he doesn't want to spend or – you know, uh, doesn't have the, uh, you know, the drive. But, I mean, I think also another problem is maybe people don't want to work for him or he doesn't hire the right people. And the fact that they they took Davis and maybe they saw talent, but they don't have the right instructors, the right in- instructors in the minors to unlock that talent. And I just uh, feel like, you know, it all starts with ownership, not just your will to win, but pushing the right buttons and, I I think Nutting has a lot more problems than we realize. Well, I you know I don't know about all of that. I do know they can upgrade their scouting. I don't know enough about. It. I don't think anyone does. We hear names. We I'm not sure to what level they go and check. the The only thing you have, Ray, to support what you're saying is you have proof. We have what they've done, and there hasn't been enough homegrown people coming up and playing here. And there needs to be more of it, especially when it's high-end talent. And if you don't have that, then you're going to have a hard time putting together anything if you're not going to spend on top of that. Spending comes in to supplement. And if you believe you have a young enough team, and they've said this, that they believe they could push for a playoff spot. Okay, if you believe that, then you need to supplement it with other people. And that requires spending. So I just I see Tampa Bay, and I see the fact that they've been able to produce talent through the minors and they're in a tougher situation than we are because they're in a division that has a lot more money with their opponents than our opponents have. And yet, you know, we continue to get these high draft picks. We continue to miss fire. And it's, it's so discouraging for people like me who are old enough to remember, you know, 71 and 79. Yeah. Thanks for the call, man. appreciate it. Uh, Greg Lindsay on Twitter. You can hit me up at KD Pomp. He says, why isn't Davis at first? Well, apparently they tried that and didn't fit his uh, profile as someone who could play there. You know, I thought he did okay in the out. He has a strong arm. Uh, I don't mind him playing outfield if he can hit. Again, to me, it all comes down to can he hit. If he hits, then it doesn't matter what happens in terms of where he plays. I want to see somebody, but it would be a nice thing to have a position player, a catcher who can hit because there are not many of them available in the – MLB right now so that would be a luxury item and that's why I thought they took him now they got Andy Rodriguez in a trade he was he looks very natural back there it's a shame he got hurt but I thought the door was open and they said so that Henry Davis would be the catcher and yet they went out and got Grandal and you can say okay well he's only 2.5 million he's a veteran can help blah 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 he'll end up being the you watch he'll end up being the everyday catcher they have other guys delay still on their roster Ali Sanchez who's a good defensive guy I don't know if what he could hit or not but the 
the point is, I would think that was an open door for Henry Davis. And now apparently that door is either starting to close or already has closed. And I'm disappointed by that for being a number one overall pick. 412-928-9370. Let's keep it rolling with Mike in the car. Hey, Mike. Bob, how are you? You're the best. Thanks, Mike. I just, the, just like to talk. In the disappointed in the Pirates. They just it's one thing you count on is they make the wrong moves. Like eighty percent of their moves are incorrect. You know, they took Davis number one overall, not because he was the number overall pick. You know, he was fifth or sixth or seventh. He just signed for a lot less money than another guy would have. So they could sign all these other guys. And they wind up not being perfect either. If you look at the last year's stats in the minor leagues, I think two or three guys hit above 300, let alone, you know, a superstar hitting 380. There's there's not even talent in the minor leagues right now. Yeah. <clears throat> well, they no, I disagree. They do have some talent in the minor leagues. Whether or not it's going to be up here soon is going to be the key. If they can get somebody who's in that system right now and get here and play and contribute, and they have some young pitchers who I think qualify for that. I was disappointed last year with a couple of other pitchers who came up and didn't do what I expected them to do. Uh, and maybe it just takes time. You know, it's the, the one thing about this is this is the majors. And even if you go down to double A AA and triple A, you're seeing better opposition than you would in any college level of, of baseball. So, it, you know, I grant you yeah. it takes time. But at some point you have to see the fruits of this. You have to get guys up here. And thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, 412-928-9370. That's why I, I'll be patient with Paul Skeens. You know, I know that sometimes it takes a while. He's got to learn a little bit. But the question is, if I'm sitting here three years from now and he's still not up here or he's still not doing much at the major league level, that's going to be a disastrous situation. You can't have that from guys who are number one overall picks. Let's go back to the lines. Before we take our first break of this noon hour, we got Brad in Punxsutawney. He wants to shift it up and talk hey, some Steelers. Bob, What's up, Brad? Doing? How are you? Good. Hey, I'm going to switch gears a little bit and get back to this Steelers quarterback room because I'm frustrated right now. And here's where I'm coming from. Last year, and we know that right now Pickett's the long-term guy. So we threw um, Rudolph to the curb and went with Trubisky. We did what we could to to make sure Rudolph never never hit the spotlight. We bring him in at the end of the season. He played. We win three games. He threw one bad pass in the uh, Buffalo game, but he's opened up the field. He's at least given them the opportunity to, if, if Pickett's your long-term guy, you got a guy right now, and we're talking about making trades for fields and bringing in all these guys. I, I just don't get it because I don't know what more – I think the kid's got an upside, and I don't know what more he could have done in the four games that he played. So maybe you can help me out and enlighten me, Bob. Well, I, I give him credit for taking advantage, and so thank you for the call. We're up against a break, but Brad, thanks. Uh, he he took advantage fully of what they gave him. Now, there was an interception. It was a bad one in that playoff game, but there were some other throws that could have been intercepted. I'm not going to just bypass that. But he opened up the deep game, which was something that needed to be unlocked and wasn't unlocked until he got there. Um can he be an everyday franchise quarterback at what level? And you'd have to ask the question, how much money do you put into that? I think the Steelers are going to want to sign him to a similar deal that Trubisky got, which was two years, $14.5 million, maybe more than that. And, you know, the money is still the money. And more than anything, Mason Rudolph has a chance to make some serious money here with this 
last four games that he played in. Uh, and he has to he has to be the person who looks around and either believes what the Steelers would tell him and the money that's here or look around and find a better opportunity. When you do look around, Brad, you don't see many better opportunities. You can maybe look at the Raiders and teams like that who have guys like Aiden O'Connell as your starter. Could he compete? Could he win that job? Would they be interested? How much would that command? I still think the best opportunity for him will be here. Whether or not he takes it, that will be up to him. And if he doesn't, then all of a sudden – now they're going to have to start figuring out a little bit different philosophy about what they're going to have to do in the coming weeks and months trying to load up their quarterback room. 412-928-9370 is the number to call. Thank you guys all for calling. We have a lot of them on the line. We have two Gregs, a Fran, and a John. Hang on. We'll get to you as fast as we can. I want to remind you once again, the Van Dex line is brought to you by Edgar Snyder & Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Twitter is brought to you by South Hills Key and Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. PNC Bank, thank you for being a sponsor. Number one, Cochrane, thank you very much. We appreciate it. Chenderovich, Chenderovich, and Fishman, got your bag, not your wallet. Ireland Contracting, home of the nightly sport, uh, sports call here and on KDKA Plus, so you can watch it every night of the week. Brought to you by Ireland Contracting. And then check out Iron Rock Tap House in Greensburg. Come see what everyone's talking about. We'll get your calls on next right here on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. As we continue right here at 412-928-9370, the more I watch Yarmir Yager skate at Penguin practice, the more I believe he can actually play on the power play tomorrow night. I'm not kidding. He still has a hop in his step, and you know he's got a shot. He's 52. Maybe they're going to raise the banner only after he scores a hat trick. <laughs> on the power play. Uh, that should be fun. But the guy's a hockey junkie, there's no question. He's never been married. He's It's all about hockey in his entire life. And um, so uh, what an amazing person. What a character he was over all these years. Anyway, we're talking about um, the Penguins. Gensel, what do you do? Do you trade him now? Can you? How much do you get? Do you just wait because of the injury? Um, there are a lot of questions there. And, and they're going to have to go down the stretch without one of their best goal-scoring producers, even though goal-scoring has been their number one problem. They haven't been able to put the puck in the dent en- enough. And I never thought I'd be saying that, Joel, but here we are. 
at 412-928-9370. Let's go out to Pam in Virginia, who joins us right now. Hey, Pam, how are you? Hey, Pomp. Hey, we're going to the game tomorrow, and I heard you're supposed to be there early, like it's 4.15. Is that true? They suggest that. I'm not sure what time everything is going to start. The game's not until 6, so, yeah, I mean, I to me, I'd get there earlier rather than wait. Uh, that's just my advice because I know how things can get when people are trying to get in there at the same time. Okay. All right, Pam, thanks. Hey, thank you. Hope you have you a nice me? time. Let's go to Greg in Youngstown. Hey, Greg, what's going on? And I'm like, hey, I know you guys mentioned Henry Davis, and I played baseball. And I'm just going to tell you this. If this guy can't play catcher now, he'll never play catcher. You're either born a catcher or you're not a catcher. I mean, this guy's played all through Pony League and Traveling League and college and high school. If he can't catch now at 24, you're never going to teach him to be a catcher. It's never going to happen. Well, I think that's one of the concerns, Greg. Thank you. Um you know, they scouted him as a catcher. They talked about him as a catcher. They made it seem like when they drafted him, that was going to solve one of their biggest needs, which was a hitting catcher. And here he is now. And again, I'm, I'm willing to wait. There, that, If you look at all the people drafted from that draft three years ago, not many right now are contributing. A um, couple of guys are in there doing something, but I, for the most part. But when you're number one overall, you're expected to do some stuff sooner rather than later. Um, and again, the bat has to play, period. If it doesn't, then it's really a problem. Then you have nowhere to put him, and it's not worth even having him again. But I believe he's going to hit. I believe he has that kind of power that they seek, that they need. The question is, can he can he do it every day behind the plate? And if the answer is no, then that, uh, that to me, diminishes a lot of what you got in Henry Davis because I thought that was a position they really sorely needed help. And they and they got it, and now he's not even going to be there. We'll see how it goes. Uh, you know, they're, they're still going to play a lot of games in spring training. Things can change. All right, now we have another Greg. This one is in Slippery Rock. Hey, Greg, what's up? Hey, Bob. The Henry Davis story is just another example why I do not trust this pirate regime. You know, Shelton and Sherrington, some of the decisions they make, the rationale they use is so inconsistent and so unproductive. I feel bad for Davis because he's caught in this. And I worry about schemes, you know, because he's got all kind of potential. How they handle him, how they develop him, it's going to be questionable because the Pirates are so poor at, at developing players. It's, it's almost an embarrassment what they've done. Well, I mean, the proof is out there that they have not developed enough players and they need to do it. And they have some very interesting and talented kids in their system. What will happen to them? How long will it take for them to get here? They're, you know, When I heard about Quinn Priester coming up last year, I was excited to watch him. What I saw from him was not what I expected to see from him. Now, th- does it take right. longer? Right. Okay. But he's an older guy, too. He's getting up there. He needs to start showing it and being consistent with it here if he's in this rotation. But I doubt he'll be in this rotation to start the year. Right. With the potential that he has, it makes me wonder – who are the people they have that are working to help develop these kids? They, they don't have it. There's something that's wrong there that they have not been able to correct. And uh, it, it's just disheartening, and it doesn't give you much hope for the future. Thanks, Greg. Appreciate your call at 412-928-9370. Uh, if we're looking at this starting rotation right now, Keller, of course, is the anchor of it. But then you brought in those two guys, Marco Gonzalez, Martin Perez. Those are guys who've had a taste of it, have done it. You can put them in the rotation as well. After that, they just acquired um, Josh Fleming. They signed him to a one-year deal. Now, you may not know much about him, but he was with Tampa. That should encourage you. Uh, 27 years old and um, 
overall in the majors, uh, eleven and five record, and he had a pretty good ERA a couple of years ago when he went five and zero, two seven ERA in the season of twenty twenty. So he's a lefty. He's had production when he's gotten in there. I, I would imagine that you would put him in there ahead of a guy like Bailey Falter as they wait for people like Oviedo down the road, like um, Brubaker's coming back. And what about Ronzi Contreras? What about Luis Ortiz? These are guys who they had high hopes for, came up here, showed a little, and then went the other way. This is what I'm talking about. Some of these guys have got to start doing it quickly. Um, you know, how long do you wait on them? It looks good. Everybody talks about, well, look at the minor league production, but then they get up here and it doesn't happen. 412-928-9370. We have Fran in the car right now on the Bob Pompiani Show. Hey, Fran. Hey, how you doing, Bob? Happy Saturday, bud. <laughs> you too. Hey, I got a question for you. Because uh, actually, I, I respect the fact that uh, all the sports in Pittsburgh seems like you kind of got your finger on the pulse of things. And uh, I listen to a lot of your stuff, and I respect your opinion. So there's something I've been wondering about for a while now. The, the Pirates, they're, they're high draft picks. It, it seems to me that they're higher draft picks. Not a lot of them ever make it to the major league level. But when you look at other teams, is it just me looking at the Pirates with a bias toward that? Or is that something that's representative across the league? No, I think it's representative across the league. Uh, to what degree would be the difference? The Pirates, to a lesser degree, develop and bring up their own people. And this is why you want to see more of it. I mean, Brian Hayes right. would be an example of somebody who, you know, and again, patience does pay off sometimes. Uh, people were wondering about whether or not he was going to hit. The last part of last year, he was one of the best hitters in baseball at third base. You know what his glove is, that's good. Now, they acquired Cruz in a trade, which was a smart trade, but he's a younger kid. The, the right. development now is on them. It's one thing to acquire. It's yeah. another thing to develop, and you have to develop. Whether or not Nick Gonzalez can be an answer at some point, I don't know. Um, when was Nick Gonzalez drafted? He, he must have been five years ago. I think four 20, or five years ago. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Well, you know, ahead. seventh overall. At some point, the guy's got to step up and play. Right. Well, the only reason I ask you that question is I heard Starkey earlier in the week saying something about the last seven or eight drafts. And I'm thinking to myself, the majority of these guys haven't even gotten to the big leagues, not even in September call-ups. So I, it just kind of had me wondering on that. And I appreciate your time. I don't want to hold you. I want to let other people ask you questions or talk to you. All right, Fran. Uh, but, you do a great but, job, but you're right. Buddy. I mean, have a good day. it's not just pirate-related. That's major leagues in general. They have all these draft rounds, and you very seldom come up with people who are – can't miss, immediate step up at 18, 19, 20 years old, and you don't see them. Uh, so it does take time, and I'm willing to, to watch that develop. But at some point, you have to see it come to a fruition. If you don't, then you have to question the people actually doing the development part of the game. 412-928-9370 is the number to call. Check out the auto show and number one Cochrane. Shop 24-7 with Expressway at Cochrane.com. We'll have the weather coming up. More calls on the way. Penguins with a big game tomorrow against the L.A. Kings, which were terrible at one point of the season. Started hot, got bad, fired their coach, and now they're hot again. And they play today in Boston, so that'll help the Penguins tomorrow night when they skate against the Kings who are on an extended Eastern uh, road trip. But it's a big game. The, the Penguins somehow, somewhere, have got to come up with two points as they dig their way out from fifth right now in their division and three teams ahead of them in this second wildcard chase, even though it's tightly bunched. We'll talk about that and more as we continue right here on Sports Radio 93.7 FM. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, we're rounding third, heading home as we get close to the baseball season, like 40 days or so before the opening pitch, and Mitch Keller will probably be the guy who does that. But after that, then it's anyone's guess. And the Pirates have tried to make this, and they do have a very good bullpen. Colin Holderman out there, Carmen Majinski, along with Aroldis Chapman and David Bednar. You would think that if they get to, um, you know, sixth inning with starters, it shouldn't be that hard, or is it? seems like that's become the trend around here in Major League Baseball, not being able to um, you know, get teams to have starters go deep into games. It's a luxury now. And we'll see what happens there, but uh, they got the first game coming up at the end of this week, and we'll get to see some of these guys actually in action. And the big question is Henry Davis. What will he be? What will he be able to do? Uh, will he catch? He should catch. I want to see if, if they're going to, you know, they spent the offseason trying to get him up to speed on catching. Well, then don't abandon it now. Uh, this is the time to try to do it and try to see what happens there. But they brought in Yasmani Grandel. They still have Jason DeLay on their roster. They have Ali Sanchez. You know, Andy Rodriguez is out. Okay, maybe you need depth there. But if Rodriguez is out and Grandel becomes your everyday catcher at his age, and, you know, I, you know, I, the guy has pop in his bat, sure. But can he sustain it for, uh, you know, a majority of the season? I don't know that he can. Henry Davis, to me, needs to catch in a lot of preseason games and make judgments accordingly. But they can't just abandon it now. 412-928-9370. Yarmir Agra on the ice with the Penguins at practice today. Feels right at home. Uh, already beat uh, Nadalkovic on a backhand move. Uh, still has still has the juice at age 52. He'll be honored tomorrow night before the game when the Penguins take on the Kings. Uh, and that banner will be raised to the rafters. But the guy still probably wants to play. He plays overseas. He's 52. He hasn't given up. Uh, it's been his life, and uh, it'll be good to see it. It's long overdue. There are a lot of guys who I think should have that same distinction moving forward. We'll see what the Penguins do with it. Uh, but it should be a fun night at the PPG Paints Arena. But the most important thing after that is winning the hockey game. They are five points behind uh, the second wild card team. And while they have some games in hand, they got to make you know games like tomorrow two points. Can't be anything more than that. Then they have some Eastern Conference matchups coming up, and you know the gravity of those increases. What will the Penguins do? What does Kyle Dubas do in this offseason or at this trade deadline? It starts there. Jake Gensel's out. His injury will take him beyond the deadline. So you won't have him to trade as a healthy uh, player immediately. Now, the team that's acquiring him must know that he's at the end of a contract and they have intention of signing him to whatever his number may be. I still haven't ruled out the possibility that they will sign Jake Ansel. It's just a matter of what they think in term matters in this because he is 29. He's going to want something that takes him, you know, seven years probably down the road and the kind of money that he can get right now for that seven years. He's been a guy who's produced based on his last contract, which was a five-year, $6 million a year deal. He played and, and gave them everything back from that $6 million. But now he's going to want it up into some rarefied air. 
Is it worth doing? How much do you get in a trade back for Jake Gensel? And I don't know if, that, if it's going to be overwhelming, quite frankly. So maybe their best bet is just to keep things the way they are, go into the offseason, try to you know supplement your roster a little bit, or do they make some kind of way off the chart deal? You know, someone had called up earlier trading Tristan Jari. He signed. He's a bargain at $5 million. If he plays the way he is, you can get a lot for some team that needs a goalie all of a sudden. And Rodney Dalkovich, who was once considered to be the future of the Carolina uh, Hurricanes when he was there as a rookie of the year. You know, so I don't know. That seems rather drastic to me. But, um, you know, desperate times call for desperate measures. If, you, if you're a team that you believe can help your, your you know, top six specifically bottom six, but if you're going to make a deal like that, I would get a top-end player. I, I, it just doesn't seem possible to me that they would do something like that. I think the number one thing that Kyle Dubas has to do to me would be, without giving up a whole bunch, is is getting some physicality on their blue line. They still need more of it. Uh, it's a team that could be pushed around a little bit too much. I didn't like the other day when Gensel was being roughed by, up by Miko Mikola, who's six foot six almost, and Sidney Crosby was the only guy to come to his aid. Uh, that should never be the case. It should be somebody else doing that. But if you don't have anyone else who does it, then what? Um, this team needs to, to res- you know, respond to stuff like that. And, and quite frankly, that's the way Florida plays. They are a physical team. They come after you with, with people like that. But they really make some, you know, they got some high-end talent. And I harped on this on the sports call the other night. They made an in uh, just strictly hockey trade a few years back when they got Matthew Kachuk. And they traded Jonathan Huberto, who was you know looked at as a very good player for Calgary, and they swapped those two, and it's been uh, really good for the Florida Panthers, who I think are one of the better teams going on. They left Pittsburgh the other night after winning here, and they shut out the Buffalo Sabres the very next night, and they're cruising along to being a real dynamic force in the playoffs. Can the Penguins get there? You know, you don't want to see losses like you saw earlier this year with Arizona. Those are critical. Um, there are games that you're supposed to win, especially home games that you're supposed to win. And when you drop those, this is when you look back and say they could have been in it. Because I think if the Penguins do get in a best of seven uh, or, you know, first round wild card situation, they have the talent in a short series where they could win if everybody's healthy playing the way they're capable. I got to believe there's got to be some answer with this power play. I just, it go, it's gone on way too long to have the same results, but the same results have been there pretty much all season long. It's dismal. It's been the reason they're not contending for anything right now. It's not. It's the reason they're not in a playoff spot, and they have too much talent to be to to be using that as an excuse. That shouldn't be the reason why. Their defense has clamped down. It's been better. Their goaltending has been better. When you look back at Kyle Dubas, you may say the best signing he ever made in this offseason was Tristan Jari, and people criticized that when it happened. Eric Carlson, as much as it cleared space uh, in their salary situation by getting rid of some dead contracts and some bad contracts. He hasn't done exactly what I thought he would be able to do. Now, we're heading down a stretch. This is where he can step up and make a difference. Let's go to Colby in Greensburg. Hello, Colby. You're the only Colby I know other than Colby Armstrong. <laughs> How are you, Bob? What's going on? Now, Bob, hey, quick question. Do you think that the Penguins could possibly do a handshake deal with Gensel where, hey, we're going to agree to trade you uh, at the deadline here and then re-sign him? Uh, next summer. <clears throat> I'm sure that can happen. It's happened before. I don't know about a handshake deal, but you can, you know, I mean, if, if it becomes a bidding situation and you re-enter it and give him the money that he wants, I don't think there'd be a problem with that. 
but I don't think that's going to happen. I think they want to get this settled one way or the other before they head into that no man land because there could be an offer that he doesn't foresee, but he gets and it changes everything. So for them, if you really want him, you're going to have to sign him now before it ever gets to that. Yeah. What would you do, by the way, Colby? What would you would you just let him? You can't just let him go for nothing, can you? No, you can't let him go for nothing. But I mean, but it also has to be uh, something significant that you're going to get back uh, in return. Whether that's a, a high draft pick, which I mean, when's the last time the Penguins even had a, a let alone a high draft pick, but even a first round draft pick? Uh, it's been a while, and I mean, you've got to get something back in significance. Uh, for him, and I don't, I don't even know what team he would be a right fit uh, to go for, or what you could even get back uh, for him. But like you said, they have to get uh, some type of uh, bigger, stronger defenseman, uh, somebody who can uh, play in front of the net on the power play, uh, something to that effect. I don't know what's out there at this point, but you've got to figure out uh, something that you're going to get back that's going to be of significance. Yeah, but I don't know. With an existing contract and injury, I think the uh, asking price goes down a little bit, and that's that's the concerning thing. This is the worst thing that could have happened in terms of uh, timing. <laughs> you're going into the trade deadline, and you have an injured player you're trying to move. That's not exactly ideal, and it could play into no. the hands of someone who needs him. And if again, I don't think the Penguins are just going to settle for you know some kind of second round draft pick and some you know potential player down the road. I, that's not what they need right now. Their goal is to win now because that's all they have is now. They've mortgaged yeah. a lot of the future and, and, and more of it coming up. So you bet – to me, the, the more this goes on, the more it sounds to me like they're going to reach a deal with him and give him what he wants and then worry about the offseason and cutting um, you know, roster uh, money tied to it uh, after that. Carter will be gone. That right. saves you $3 million. The cap goes up by 5 That gives you $8 million. You'll probably trade some other people along the way here who make – you know. Raquel was a bad signing. I don't think there's any way around that. No, I think I think you're right on the Raquel signing. You still hope this doesn't uh, turn into a Marcus uh, Naslin for Alex Stoyanov type of uh, situation. Oh, man. How about that? You're bringing yeah. back that name, Alex Stoyanov. <laughs> yeah. Marcus Naslin showed potential here. You know, he did, and then, right. go, and then they trade him, and he turns out to be a, a, just a tremendous player for Vancouver. But Yeah. yeah. All right, so, Colby, appreciate the thoughts. Thank you. Have a nice weekend. 412-928-9370. That is the number to call. Joel, who's coming up next? Is it Paul EA? I think it was originally this week, but I think he had something come up, and so we'll go to CBS Sports oh, Radio. So we got the national radio coming up. Well, they'll be talking a lot about the NBA slam dunk contest, and I don't, you know, a lot of people don't like talking about that. Although my man Max, he could be uh, going for a, a repeat the G League player who comes up every now and then, and he's got some hops in him. I don't understand why he's not in, like, why is he not on a roster somewhere? He can't crack the G League. I guess it, yeah. I guess that's simply it. If he's been in the G League for a couple years now, and, yeah, probably just his overall game. He is the I betting odds, so. I would imagine, right? To, to win I that thing? I would think so. Yeah, I got to imagine that. So, you can bet on just about everything. I would bet he's the guy to, uh, I think it's interesting. They're adding a new component. They're going to have uh, some of the top shooters in the NBA, led by Steph Curry, against some of the top shooters of the WNBA in a three-point shooting drill. Yeah, they've got, what, Sabrina Ionescu this year, I believe. She's you really know what, good. You know what they should do next year? Steph Curry against Caitlin Clark. Did you see her? Wouldn't that From be incredible? From the logo, she hits the shot that gives her the NCAA scoring leadership all time. That was pretty spectacular, drawing big crowds to watch her play. But 
That's coming up next. So we got CBS Sports Radio later today. It's Pitt taking on Louisville. Now they beat them earlier at the Yum Center. They got to do it again. They're six and one in their last seven. They've been on fire ever since upsetting Duke at Cameron Indoor. A really impressive game against number twenty-one Virginia the other night, where they shot the lights out from the outside. And if you shoot like that, you're going to win a lot of games. They are guard-centric, although they do have Blake Henson, who's their leading scorer. But these other guys are are contributing big time. Uh, and we'll see what Pitt can do. It's a must-win for them. They can't afford to lose to a three and eleven team in conference. They're currently sixteen and eight, seven and six in the ACC, and moving on up. And it would be nice to get a double buy situation out of this if you're them going into the ACC tournament. It helps out, especially a team that's young uh, that maybe needs some some resting time, uh, and it helps your chances of maybe getting to an ACC championship game. So that's all coming up tonight. You'll hear it right here on Sports Radio ninety three seven, The Fan, and that's going to do it. For today, thank you, Joel. Appreciate your time, as always. And uh, we'll see you again next week. In the meantime, I want to tell you about fan weather, which is brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Check out special financing for qualified buyers on new Silverado 1500 trucks. Today, you got cloudy, breezy, couple of flurries, 30 degrees. Tonight, partly cloudy, breezy, low of 20. And tomorrow, wind picks up a little bit, high of 39 degrees. And once again, thank you to PNC Bank, number one Cochrane, Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman, Ireland Contracting, and Iron Rock Tap House in Greensburg. CBS Sports Radio national coverage coming up. Pitt, Louisville, tonight. What time is the pregame? 5.30? 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock, tip off at 6.30 from the Peterson Event Center where you can get tickets for $20.02 in celebration of their 300th win, which came the other day against Notre Dame. That's going to do it for Joel Nelson. I'm Bob Pompiani. Have a great day, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow on the number one Cochrane Sports Showdown. That's after the late news, 11.35 on KDKA-TV. Have a great one. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 